Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightnetwork.com for more information and resources. Hello there, I'd like to talk to you today about grace. Grace is an amazing thing. We've heard of the hymn Amazing Grace, and we use this word grace a lot. It gets thrown around in everyday language and even in church language, but the word grace is so much more than just a theory or a title of a hymn. Grace is the essence of the wonderful gift that God has given us in, in Christianity. Christianity is different from every other religion on planet Earth because of this one idea of grace. You say to me, Greg, is that really true? Yes, it is. Every other dogma or teaching or religion or philosophy anywhere on the world, every single other one has this one idea behind it. And that is, man, you must do certain things to please God. And Christianity, which is the message of grace, says God has already done it all. You just need to receive it as a free gift. And when you receive it, it changes your life so radically, so completely, that you then live different and you live better for God. But you don't act good to please God. You act good out of gratitude for His grace. Even that word gratitude comes from this word grace. We say gracias in various different languages for for thank you or gratitude that comes from the word grace we say mercy merci in french to say thank you that comes from the word mercy gratitude and and just joy and, and a living for god comes out of receiving this amazing gift of grace can you imagine you were floating down a river and it was going towards a waterfall and you were hanging onto a log and trying to keep yourself afloat and you knew you were going to go over the waterfall and die and somebody came to you from a different philosophy or religion and they said, you're in a bad way. You need to swim harder. You need to be better. You need to learn and you need to try and you need to obey all these rules. That's what every other religion says. But God says, Jesus jumped into the river, took your place and threw you out of the river so that you could be free. That's the message of grace. You've been saved not because of anything you've done, but because of the kindness of God, a free gift. Somebody gives you a free gift. Somebody comes to you with this amazing, valuable, wonderful gift and says it's free. Take it. That is the message of grace. And it pervades the whole of the Bible, especially the New Testament. But the Old Testament as well is full of grace. And it's the thing that separates Christianity from every other religion. If we haven't understood grace, the Bible makes it clear we haven't understood salvation. We're still in our sins. And I'm going to just clarify a few things for us today in this message about grace. First of all, I'm going to read you a couple of verses that explain how wonderful and important grace is. And then I'm going to go through four different points that will help you see how dangerous it is and how easy it is actually for us to start in grace where we receive this gift of God and we're full of joy. But then we go off track and we go back out of grace again. And it's such a dangerous place to live. And I really pray that you will get the joy of grace today and you will avoid the pitfalls of falling out of grace. So the first verse that I'm going to read is Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. 
And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Isn't that amazing? It's by grace you've been saved. It's a gift. God has given you salvation. All we do is receive it by faith. And faith, I'm going to speak about in another video, simply means receiving and seeing this gift and saying, yes, I take it. But he says, it's by grace you've been saved, not of yourselves. You didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. It's a gift of God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. There's nobody in heaven who can boast and say, I did something good to get here. Every single one of us will be saying, I'm just so blessed. I got given this free gift. That is grace. The next verse that I want to read is Romans 3 and verse 23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That means all of us. There's no human being who deserves God's goodness and glory in heaven. We've all fallen short. Every single one of us has missed the mark completely. Nobody deserves heaven. But then it goes on to say, we've all been justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God's grace through Jesus is enough to freely forgive us. We just need to receive it. The reason some people are Christians or going to heaven and some are not is simply some have received this gift and seen it and said, yes, please. Others have said, no, thank you. But it's certainly not because we deserve it. So now the four points that I want us to look at is why is it so important that we don't miss out or fall away from this grace that God has given us? I'm going to list four points. The first point is that if I mix grace with works or something that I deserve, if I think that I can mix this free gift with me working to deserve something, then I've changed the gospel and the Bible says it's not even the gospel at all. So in Galatians chapter 1 verse 6, Paul is writing to a church of Christians in Galatia and he says, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, or another version says, which is no gospel at all. So Paul says, if I, if I mix works or trying to deserve things from God with this free gift, if I ever get to the place where I think God has given me this, but I've added something that I deserve to it, then he says, it's no gospel at all. I've changed the gospel. I've diluted it and mixed it up so much that it's no longer the gospel. Romans 11 verse 6 is a, another way of saying this. It says, if it's by grace, then it's no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. If it is of works, it's no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. I don't know if you saw that, but that's an amazing uh, distinction there. It's one or the other. The second point that I'd like to make is that if I mix works in with grace, then what I'm effectively saying is that Jesus' death and sacrifice on the cross was not enough. And this is quite a startling statement to make. Galatians 2 verse 21, Paul says, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. In other words, what he's saying is that either Jesus' death on the cross was enough to forgive me, or it wasn't. 
If it was enough, then I can never add any good works to it to make me more deserving or to get more benefit or more credit or more favor or more pleasure from God. Either Jesus' death on the cross was enough or it wasn't enough. If it wasn't enough, then I've got to earn it myself and then I've got to keep all of the laws in the Bible. It's either grace by what Jesus did on the cross or it's not. And Galatians 3 verse 1, Paul is again writing to the Galatians and he says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who has tricked you so badly? He says, Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. In other words, what he's saying is that if you could see and understand what Jesus did for you on the cross, you would never again think that you could add to it, that you could be good enough, that you could earn anything from God because Jesus' death on the cross was so beneficial, was so complete that he finished everything so totally that I could never, never add to it. So that was my second point, is if we think that we can earn something from God, then we've minimized what Jesus did on the cross. The third thing that we need to understand is that if I try to mix in works with grace, then what I've done is I've nullified the power, the supernatural power of salvation. Galatians 5 verse 2, Paul says, If you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. Why does he say this? Because the Galatians were being tricked by certain people and they were saying to them, yes, you got saved by grace, but now you need to obey certain rules from the Old Testament. And one of them is you need to be circumcised. And we could substitute any of the rules of the Old Testament there. You could add dietary laws or keeping of Sabbaths or any of the rules in the Old Testament. He says, if you think you have to obey those to please God, then Christ will profit you Nothing. In other words, as soon as I try to obey the law, I've cut myself off from this supernatural supply of grace that, that Jesus gives me. And so I've got to be careful that I don't try to earn it thinking I'm adding to grace because what I'm actually doing is cutting myself off from the benefit of grace. Uh, Galatians 3 verse 5, Paul says, He who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law? Or by the hearing of faith. And he goes on to explain. It's only by hearing and understanding by faith. What God has already done. That you get all the miracles. All the benefit. All the blessings. All the forgiveness. All the love and peace and joy. That God gives. It only comes by grace. As soon as I think that I'm deserving it. I've cut myself off from it. Can you see how important this is? And then my last point. Number four. Is that if I mix works in. With grace. After I'm saved, my relationship with Jesus is changed forever. Galatians 5 verse 4, Paul says, You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by the law. You have fallen away from grace. Let me read that to you again. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by the law. You have fallen away from grace. You can imagine how a person gets saved by grace. Wonderful gift. Thank you, God, for saving me. And then somebody comes and says, yes, but you just have to do these few little rules. And why don't you try and be good in this area? And why don't you add this law and this rule? And thinking that they're adding something good to their grace, they start to try to obey a whole lot of rules. And they don't realize, Paul says, 
you've become estranged from Christ. You've fallen away from grace because you were adding your own effort to this free gift that Jesus achieved for you on the cross. Wouldn't that be tragic? And yet, unfortunately, it's the situation that many, many Christians find themselves in. The book of Galatians is writing to a whole church that went through this problem. But today, many Christians start by grace and then trying to please God or please other people or get back to maybe an experience of first love they once had. They start adding rules and rules and rules to their Christianity and they find they're getting further and further from God. And so they try even harder and they get further from God. And the reason is because they're, they're relying on works instead of just receiving this free gift. They should just come back to God again like they did on the first day and say, God, I don't deserve anything. I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for your gift. And then the grace floods in again and we're made free. We're going to do more talks on this amazing topic of grace and there's so much that we could say. But today, I just wanted you to get an understanding that grace is a free gift. You could never earn it. If I came to you with a a wonderfully expensive motor car, the most expensive motor car that you could ever imagine, and I gave you the set of keys and I said, this is a gift for you. You've got a couple of options. You can either say, no, that can't be true. I'm not worthy and walk away. Or secondly, you could say, thank you. Take the keys, be full of joy and gratefulness and enjoy the car. Or thirdly, you could think this is a wonderful gift. But before I receive it, I'm just going to try and be good enough to earn this wonderful car that I've been given. And if you try and be good enough, you'll realize you could never, even if you worked 24 hours a day for your whole life, you could never earn this wonderful car that I'm giving you. If you walked away from the gift, you would never enjoy it. The only people who enjoy it are those who say, I don't deserve it, but thank you. They take it. They're full of gratitude and love and they use it with pleasure and joy in their hearts. When you do that, the Bible says that grace comes in and it changes you forever and you become a new creation. I'm going to speak again about grace in another video, but for now, just receive this grace joyfully and gladly. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.